welcome to the Engine Room Podcast. Your host, Cami, the coach and creator of the Fit Life Coaching Program. This podcast has been designed to remove the barriers to get you moving to your ultimate dream, body, mind, and health. As ambitious men and women, we know that health is the ultimate driver to your success. In this podcast, we'll be discussing everything you need to get you thriving nutritionally, thinking clear so you can have high performance habits and productivity, and getting you training fitter, faster, stronger, and the best shape of your life. The goal is now. Let's dive in, let's get you winning, and let's get you thriving. Hi team, how are we? Welcome to this episode of our podcast and I'm really excited to bring on one of the team and uh, Kirsty is coming on board to talk to us just a little bit about her journey and some of the things she's experienced and uh, how she's gone from uh, wanting to lose weight to becoming almost Mo Farah and literally endless running. So Kirsty, how are we tonight? I'm well, thank you, Cami. Yep. Excellent. Um, and Kirsty, pretty much uh, what we'd start off with is where were we at the start? What did we struggle with at the start? Oh, my goodness me. Well, it was, seems like such a long time ago now, Cami, but it was back in January um, that I decided the good old New Year resolution, you know, uh, that I needed to lose a bit of weight uh, because I think I, I was really heavy. None of my clothes fitted me properly. And, you know, that time of year when everybody says, oh, I'm going to give everything up. And I, I did it too. And I thought I would join with you um, to see if I could, if that would help, you know. Uh, and, um, yeah, so that's where we started. Yep. <laughs> I can't remember what the question was, Cammy. sorry. It's, uh, we're pretty much looking to go and where we started. Why did we start? What kind of things? Why, yeah. I, what, what, what triggered yeah, well, yeah, weight loss was the first thing. That's the primary thing that I wanted to do it for. And also with the COVID um, situation, I was aware that because of my uh, extra weight I was carrying, I found um, going upstairs difficult. It, well, not difficult. I could always go up them, but I was gasping when I got to the top of the stairs. And it was a real, you know, it's a realization when you're, uh, I'm a primary school teacher and I am very, very physical and very hands-on with the kids and um, very act, not hands-on, I should say, but very um, active with them. And um, I was finding that increasingly difficult as well. So I thought, no, something has to change. Something has to give. And I've always been um, very into sport and into um, doing things, you know, uh, well, activity. And I love sport. I love watching it on the telly. I follow it. And um, I always, when I was younger, I did a lot of sport. Um, I played hockey. I did a lot of horse riding and I used to do a lot of running as well. But um, about 20 years ago, uh, I slipped and fell in a pothole when I was running and um, I badly fractured my ankle and I wasn't able to run anymore. So um, and then I had children and you know, career and juggling all that sort of stuff. And you get really lost in that sort of mix. You know, you, uh, you're you busy doing all sorts of things for everybody else. So I guess back in January, um, I decided, I don't quite know why or what exactly. It was a whole combination of things, but um, it was time for me. I had to do something for me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had met at Eugen before and um, I really enjoyed doing the classes that you had put on. 
and Lynn also had worked with you and you know Lynn was always saying yeah give Cammy a shout he's absolutely brilliant and so I thought well okay I'll do it and I remember when you emailed me back when I emailed, emailed you and said I'm interested in joining up Cammy and you emailed me back and you said um okay I want you to write a little essay a little short little statement about why you think uh, what, what you know I can't even remember exactly what it was what you think I could do for you or how you're going to help yourself along those sort of lines and I remember at that point just thinking oh Jesus oh my god this is really real this is because um, I had to really think about things yeah. for the first time it's not just a question of uh, you know you're going on a diet or um, you're gonna uh, well mostly it's you're just not going to go on a diet you have to do all these other things as well mm -hmm. and I had never really considered all of them together so um, yeah that that's kind of in a nutshell where we started from and uh, but I, I was feeling really scared really nervous about it 100% and, mm. and do, you do you think see at the start there you said like a really interesting point there in, in the I, I've seen a lot of people who've gone and set goals and it's like they've set goals on like kind of like weight loss and mm -hmm. they've just solely focused on that but actually when you said it there it was like when you think about why and why you start and it actually made you think for the first time yeah was there anything that kind of like resonated with goal setting there that you kind of thought was actually a little bit more purposeful um I'm not really sure it's kind of I mean I I I knew that I was capable because I, I really believed that I still had some gas in the tank, if you like. Um, and um, I More always used some. to, sorry? <laughs> More than just some. <laughs> uh, yeah. um, so, uh, but I just hadn't really tapped into it at all. And, you know, my my sons are both very, very physical, very active. I, my partner is uh, very busy and active as well. And, um, when I when I first looked at what I really when I first thought about what I really wanted to achieve, what I said to you wasn't actually what I wanted, um, and it took me some time into my journey before I realised what I actually wanted, mm -hmm. and I was just falling into the, you know, the sort of the usual female thing is oh I'm too fat and I need to lose weight, um, and actually um, it for me it was something much much more complex not even complex really much more straightforward much more simple um, and uh, yeah that's I think that's how I, yeah I think that's what, yeah. you know it was difficult um, it was difficult yeah and and one of the big things like I, f I think found with uh, with yourself is that momentum wasn't hard to build for yourself because you were really objective on what you needed to do and you were really focused on what you needed to do yeah um, yeah and I think one of the things that uh that you found was actually you're capable of more whenever you think about the bigger picture and yeah. when you thought about the bigger picture and uh we started challenging in slight different ways for example that when we'll come on to running in, in just a minute but yeah. running was one of these things that just blossomed with yourself yeah and uh when you started seeing the bigger picture what 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 was the biggest kind of like the the most enjoyment when you started seeing where you're going with this uh well my my mindset really shifted from being focused on uh, you know it's the, it's that weight loss thing it just shifted from that i i decided well um 
if we go back a little bit further, I suppose, when, when we were starting to doing uh, the workouts and I was really, really religious in doing those workouts, absolutely religious. And I was in lockdown at the time in school and I could do all my workouts at school before I came home. And it was absolutely ideal. Um, so, and I could also get a lot of steps in as well, uh, which was fantastic. And um, Oh my goodness me, Cammy! I'm really sorry, but I've lost my train of thought again. I am. Yeah, it's a woman thing. Do you know you you were saying there? It's actually, it was really interesting as well. It's like because one of the things that when we first started, and I've got your your some of your stuff from the, when we first started here, and then, um, steps was actually one of the ones that we actually kick started because before yeah. uh, lockdown, uh, before we actually started, one of the first action points was just to aim to get your ten thousand steps. Yeah, yeah that became really quick that became really yeah. really quick and yeah. I think um you started doing your routines that actually helped you that kind of made it easier for you yeah what what else kicked on with like what what else happened when you had your routines did, did it did you feel it, like was there anything better that happened in around with your routines um, well, I, I think that the, the whole lockdown situation really enabled me to be able to focus just on doing that sort of thing because there was nothing else to do. So I was able to get uh, steps in and I listened to what you said about, you know, getting as many steps in as early as you can in the day. And I worked out really, really quickly that if I, I've got a set dog walk that I do every morning now, every single morning, and it's 5,779 steps. And <laughs> I get that in before half past seven in the morning and bang, you know, before you know it, you've done 16,000 steps or 18,000 steps. Um, so that was that was really motivating for me because I remember when we first got together and you said, I want you to aim for, you know, you said, I think between 10 and 12,000 steps. Yep. And I remember thinking, oh, Jesus Christ, I am never going to do that. I will never be able to do that. Uh, but I think, you know, the whole lockdown thing and the focus on myself, um, I took everything that you, I also remember the first week that um, I was up and the program was posted and I didn't do a workout and you came back to me and you said, oh, is everything okay? You haven't done anything yet. And I thought, oh, oh my God, he's really watching. <laughs> so um, from that moment, that's when I started doing it. I thought, well, there's no point. You're asking me to do something. I'm either going to do it or I'm not going to do it. If I don't do it, it's me who loses out, not you. Um, and so that really, really drove me on as well. And so it, finding that steps actually was way easier to increase than I ever imagined it. Um, that was really, really motivating as well. Do you know, I, um, just from like steps is something that I'm actually quite passionate about and in the sense of something that it's something I neglected personally. Um, and and I worked in, I, obviously, I, I, you know that I worked in the gym floor, but I was working in the gym floor from like 16 hours every single day. Yeah. And the problem wasn't actually sometimes just the steps. It was actually whenever you're having a work environment that's really, really just work thought process and mm -hmm. as enjoyable as it may be, ultimately it's actually the time outdoors that is actually the most important thing that you actually enjoyed and you're saying you've yeah. got 5,779 steps first <laughs> thing in the morning it's actually it's quite a nice way to welcome your day yeah. and it really just like relaxes headspace and it means that taking control of other things actually puts things in place a lot easier so absolutely what what other things do you find think was really helpful for you, for yourself in the preliminary stages 
Um, I looking at food as well, and my you know getting to grips with my fitness pal, and I have to say I'm still not entirely 100% uh, confident with using it, but I do think that that really got me thinking about uh, what I was ingesting and what value that would have to my body, and and I think that um, my my diet was it's pretty good actually you know we I, I don't eat ready meals or takeouts we don't drink a lot of alcohol you know so I think we were sort of um on the on the right track if you like um but it was you know looking at portion sizes I suppose and um and also I've got an incredibly sweet tooth and um I could quite happily sit and eat a whole packet of caramel you know McVitie's caramels without even thinking about it and um you can't do that. You really can't do that, you know? Um, so that uh, made me think about, uh, yeah, that my fitness pal really helped um, to make me focus on that as well, which yeah. was good. And yeah. I think as as things started to kind of step forward, there's a few times that you've said to me, you've just felt fantastic. You've just felt tremendous and it was really yeah. like it was it was really nice to hear hear that and I think as things kind of piece together and you see things happening before you and I uh, and like yourself losing uh, things just over 10 kilos across yeah. the whole time which is yeah. amazing it's incredible yeah. and um, I've not actually shown you um your body have you have you looked at your progress pictures together yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're quite amazing. <laughs> it's, it is. It's absolutely tremendous. And like just fl flipping through them and it's like it's so incredible just to see body yeah. change. But it's not only that, it's how you stand. It's how confident you stand as well, yeah. which is absolutely tremendous. And I'm really, really pleased. Yeah. And that massive shift actually happened whenever we started seeing things so much more. And, uh, and this is like something that I'm, I'm very passionate and we don't train to get unfit we don't uh, eat to eat unhealthily mm. we don't sleep to have no sleep and we started factoring these in and uh, you tuned in on uh, one of the Annika uh, on the Annika ones yeah. we we're talking about A and B personality was there anything that particularly resonated with yourself in that A and B personality we were talking about uh yeah definitely I suppose because I could really see in myself it makes you just think about yourself all these things just make you really think about yourself and question um your own um attitudes and uh behaviors and um I always think you know I had done quite a lot of work with the children in my school about growth mindset because that was the one that Annika was talking about and um I think I said at the time as well that it was really interesting uh to be the student in that instead of the teacher <clears throat> because I'd never really considered it in my case, you know, I was always doing it for other people. And, um, and I, you know, I, I don't like to hear kids saying, well, I can't do that, because I'm always the one who says you can't do that yet. You know, but then I will say, oh, I can't do that. I can't do that, you know, or I would, I'm not so much like that now. So um, yeah, it makes you focus on things and question yourself as well. 100%. I love that. And what when we first introduced running, we uh -huh. say I'm I'm not sure I can and we did say yeah uh, we did say this and with that like that thought process of I can't is there anything that you've ever thought that you can't do even in the future like are you thinking I, I I'm not sure I'll be able to do that uh yeah I think I think that's the human uh, condition isn't it um to always well to to doubt or to have to be cautious about things or um but I think increasingly because of the running, I'm really 
thinking that you know maybe there is really actually not very much that you can't do um, and it's yourself that shuts things off and it's yourself that shuts things down um, and if you have the courage and the bravery because this is taking a huge amount of bravery for me yeah. to do all of this um you know you you can't anything's achievable anything and um you know i was saying to you the other day as well i've been listening to uh jenny faulkner's run pod and listening to all these amazing people telling their amazing stories and then i was thinking afterwards i thought god i was speaking to you and you and stephen did that amazing challenge in april and to me that just seemed things like that seem absolutely impossible but back then seemed absolutely impossible and amazing but now i'm beginning to think well maybe maybe yeah. you know maybe i can do these things and uh so yeah when it comes to, when it comes to a uh, exercise exercise is about breaking it into the appropriate trunk chunks um mm. and like when we see a task that's massive and we say not yet yeah. what we're doing is we're breaking that down to what chunk do we need to do and mm. uh, um, what, let's maybe talk about a little bit about running now and mm. like we started off with just uh getting ourselves out and just moving just to because we're actually at one point weighted plateaued and we we're like right what can we do to to, mm. to to shift to shift this pound and mm. that's when it was like right let's focus on something that we can do more of because we didn't want to drop calories at that moment in time because if mm. we dropped calories ultimately we'd feel hungry we'd feel yeah. tired tired yeah and so we said let's what can we do more so going in and do you remember how we first started when we got you running uh, i do yes um well my memory of it may vary from yours <laughs> But um, I, I do, I remember you saying to me, you know, we were having a chat and I was like, oh God, it's just, I don't know, it's just not. And you said to me, how would you feel about putting a wee run in? And I were, I just instantly went, oh God, no, no, I can't do that. I, I can't run. Um, and you said, well, just think about it, think about it. And um, and then I told my other half who does a bit of running or has always done a bit of running. And he said, you know, he said, well, I'll do it with you. That's OK. Come on, we can do this. And I remember the very first run that I did. Now, bearing in mind that I haven't actually run for nearly 20 years, um, apart from arsing around with kids and things, you know, but um, actually properly running. Um, and I did the back road from Dollar to Mucker, which is 180 metres of elevation. <laughs> meant nothing to me at the time, but my God, I know all about it now. And um, I remember going along there and we got to the back to the main road and uh, going up to Mucker. And when we turned around to come back, I said, I can't, I cannot run up this hill. I can't. And Simon was great. He said, well, just walk, we'll just walk. It's fine. It's fine. And when we get to the top, we'll run back down, you know, and that's what we did. Um, and then I think I did it the next time, a couple of days later, and I actually managed to run the whole thing. And I remember voxering you and saying, I've just run 5K. <laughs> and I was so happy. Oh, my God. I was so excited. And see, whenever we have like that first moment where we said, I can't do something and we yeah. have that, we can see why if we were highly stressed and we were like overwhelmed, that seems like an impossible task, yeah. but it's the ability to learn it and then go, you know what, I can do yeah. this and, yeah, yeah. and smashing it. And then from there, it was just building up distances. We hadn't actually yeah. worked on gates or anything like that. It was literally just building up distances yeah. and we had the hour challenge and yeah. the hour challenge is something that just flourished. I really, yeah. I loved how, how well you adopted this hour challenge. Yeah. And I'll, I'll let you explain the hour challenge because yeah, yeah. some of the guys was, might not know. 
Yeah, it was, uh, it was, t I think you had called it like 10k in May or something, wasn't yep. it? And uh, so I, I was like, again, I was like, oh my God, at this point, I'd only run 5k and, um, and I was exhausted after every 5k and I thought, gosh, I can't do this. And, uh, and then um, my son plays rugby at Hillfoots, uh, my little boy plays rugby at Hillfoots. So uh, we decided, Simon and I, he's been brilliant, by the way. Simon has been utterly fantastic with me. Um, and he said, when he's at rugby, let's run along the railway line to Fish Cross and uh, and come back. You know, we'll be back in time to pick him up. He was only, he'll, he'll only be an hour. He had an hour at rugby. So let's see how far we can run in an hour. And the very first time we did that run, we didn't run to Fish Cross. We ran right down to Sochi, to the Bridge Cafe. And we turned around the bollards there and ran all the way back, which at that time, I think was about 9.87 kilometers. Yep. Uh, and we did it in just, I mean, like a few seconds over an hour. And I was, oh my God, I was absolutely blown away. I couldn't believe that I had done that because, um, it, you know, it was just, uh, it had been so inconceivable to me an hour before that I would be able to run that far. But we did, I, I just did it. And then, um, and that was about by the second week in May that we had done that. So I again, I remember Voxtring, you're going, I've done it, I've done it, 10K in May, smash. Um, and then we started doing that run um, every Thursday when I take Joe to rugby now, every Thursday we do that run to the Bridge Cafe and we've added on, we don't, uh, we run past the Bridge Cafe now and do that little triangle run by the Mansfield Arms. And, you know, and then when we come back, we go uh, along to Sterling Warehouse and then back uh, into where the allotments are. So we've added on, you know, I don't know, five or 600 more meters. Uh, no, actually it must be more than that. But anyway, we've added on more. So it is 10K um, and we can pretty much do it in under an hour. Um, every time we do it and we're meeting the same people on the railway line with their dogs <laughs> it's really really nice so um, yeah that was utterly fantastic and I was so excited and absolutely amazed at my body that it was able to do that and um, even more amazed at my head that it let my body do that if you know what I mean 100% so, and like recently we've had a couple of moments where we said that we're tired after runs and yeah. it's we're, we're pushing distances like we're almost we're like we're class is uh, uncharted waters almost now yeah and one of the big things you're we're learning more of now is the importance of rest yeah. and um like yourself you've because you've had uh, incredible support and it's been it's been really great to get your momentum and we, when we hit those walls where we feel tired, what happens to yourself? Um, I had a really, really significant dip a couple of weeks ago where um, I, I had run, we did 13K and uh, it was really warm and I got back home and I got, my, my legs felt really crampy and I didn't sleep that night because my legs were twitching and, you know, um, and the next day I just couldn't, I was so tired. I was absolutely exhausted. And I went to work and I, you know, did work. And, but when I came home, I sat on the sofa and I fell asleep on the sofa, yeah. which I don't often do because I don't have time to do that. But I slept for about an hour and um, I was absolutely done. And that's what we had a conversation then about, you know, what, 
what why is this why is this happening and um it's a little bit about nutrition well you know it's it is about nutrition but it was also about um actually resting your body and i hadn't really ever considered that as being as important as it actually is and i'm still learning that this week really actually um how important it is and then it, and the impact that it has on your body as well yeah. you know you, yeah. you think it's just about putting your feet up or not doing anything but um it's actually much more complex than that you know so well you, yeah. you're i'll give you a wee bit of science behind it because I, i'm a dork like that but pretty much mm -hmm. your your central nervous system constantly works and whenever we push it to its maximum thresholds so or whenever we do something that's really challenging it's exhausting and mm. um, we actually push it to the limits where we're almost ill if it was to operate at that level we're almost ill like that temperature where we're trying to cool down yeah. and ultimately if we keep operating at that level we feel tired we feel stressed we need to eat loads and mm. ultimately we burn out which is why it's important that uh, the more the more we do, the more we need to eat, and it's yeah. really important we have that balance. But like, it's protecting your inputs, and that's why like having your your rest time and your your downtime and valuing your sleep to making sure that you get that night's sleep, it's really really yeah. important. And uh, yeah. I think for yourself, you you've you've had uh, just your personality so bubbly and enjoyable and mm. at one point we were maybe a wee bit worried when we were tired like that like yeah if we were constantly like that what would you maybe say to somebody who was maybe constantly tired like that well now um i would uh, i guess i suppose i would be saying how what are what are you doing how physical are you at the moment and do you need to rest are you doing too much mm -hmm. um uh, I, I find that really difficult uh, it is difficult to rest. Yep. Um, I don't know why, but um, it's difficult to slow. When you start doing something and it's regular and you really enjoy it, um, I find it quite difficult not to. Are we supposed to be running? It's our it's our sochi run tonight, but we're not doing it tonight because we're doing it tomorrow night because we're doing the three three miles. And um, I went down to the rugby club and I was like Pavlov's dogs, you know, almost I thought, oh God, I should be out running. I should be, should be going up to the um, Sochi just now. Um, so, yeah, I would be asking somebody how, you know, just do you need to rest? Do you actually really need to rest? And, and what are you eating as well? And um, yeah. And would you say, they, see today, I, mm -hmm. it's very easy because I've been in that situation as well where you feel like you should train and sometimes you feel guilty yeah. for not training yeah and if you and the training you did you would you do when you do it it's not always to your optimum it's actually it's it's sometimes negative because you end up leaving yeah. more annoyed because you didn't do well yeah um what would you say is the key to make sure that you do rest what what would you say is the like what's helping you make sure that you do rest i tell you what has really really helped me is planning you have to plan your week ahead uh, and even, you know, on the back of an envelope or whatever, I have to write down, I know when I'm running, I know when I'm going to the gym, um, on my fitness pal, I haven't actually used my fitness pal this week, but I know I'm eating and I don't actually vary my eating very much because that suits me. I know what works and I know, you know, um, and uh, yeah, planning is absolutely key, vital. I couldn't do it. I couldn't um, uh, be doing what I'm doing now if I didn't know on Sunday night when we were going to be working out and when we would be going to the gym, I just wouldn't be able to do that because I've got other things going on, you know, um, and um, 
everybody has you know you can't I can't just wake up to, on a on a Monday or a Tuesday or whatever and say oh, I think I might go to the gym later on or no no you've got to know exactly what you're doing 100% and like I, I'm a massive advocate for planning um and it, because whenever we have we don't have plans ultimately we get sometimes can get anxious of going what do I need to do How, should I do yeah. this should I not should I not and we second guess and sometimes it, it, it literally it leads us farther from where we want to be or the flip side is if we don't plan and we think we should be doing something we'll just put it off and say oh it, it, yeah. it's not that important so yeah yeah um but back to let's more back to these are the kind of things that have helped you tick um what would you say is like uh, if somebody was struggling right now what would you say to them that would help them step forward oh goodness oh so, what would i say think about some of the moments you've maybe struggled and what what would what helped you at those moments i think i would say remember why you started this 100%. um you know re remember that initial goal and think about that and and uh, you know you're the only person who's in charge of that you're responsible for that there's no one else in it it's you and and that's it yeah. but i think remembering uh why you started something and you know remembering uh if your goals shift and change that's okay. That's absolutely fine, I think. But um, just remember that. Always yeah. remember that. Hundred um, percent. Yeah. Go goals are goals are, are are always evolving, and they like they have something that we have in common, but we always want to achieve. But the big thing is making sure we finish what we started. Mm. And uh, for example, yourself, we've got a bit of a training program running into here. Pardon yeah. the pun, but running into, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we're now building up to running half marathon. Yeah. And on that, starting off with thinking that we wanted to lose weight to running yeah. half marathon, yeah. you were to tell your January self, you're <laughs> going to be running a half marathon this year. A half marathon. a half marathon in six months time, I would have laughed out loud and yeah. said, no way, absolutely no way. Yeah. Um, but here we are, we're, yeah. we're going to do it. And yeah. And it's knowing about what you've achieved, knowing yeah. about uh, how far you've pushed yourself and that you've challenged yourself in so many, not just in a physical sense, mental sense, professional yeah. sense, and also in a progressive sense. Yeah. You've really challenged yourself. How does that make you feel? Um, <coughs> amazing, absolutely brilliant, absolutely fantastic. And slightly bonkers as well, because, yeah. you know, you are, I, I am doing this thing that I just, uh, when I when I tell people what we're gonna do in the summertime, uh, everyone's like, oh my God, oh wow, you know, that's amazing, that's absolutely incredible. And it, it's really nice, it's really, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I feel good, I feel really, really good. Yeah. But a little bit mad. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, we all, we all, whenever we set goals, we all set those set goals and we all, at some point we do have to go through that, that moment. Whereas uh, this is crazy. This is, yeah. this is, this is nuts because it's, that's what we work hard. If a goal was easy, then it wouldn't drive us. It would just be yeah. like, Oh, I've done that. Like, so you, you're doing the right thing for setting those big goals. Yeah. And if you were to say to your 10 year self that in 10 years time, what's the the goal what do you think it might be um i am hoping that in 10 years time i will still be running uh i hope that i'm able to do you know what it's really really stupid cammy but i actually have this vision that i'm going to start doing uh triathlons uh and uh you know i've listened a lot to this is ridiculous because i haven't even done a half marathon yet but um 
I know someone who does ultra marathons and oh my God, that would be amazing. Imagine being 63 years old and doing an ultra marathon, but all these people are, you know, they're, they're older. So I don't know, I, I don't know, but I mean, I do think that the challenges that I'm thinking about now, I'm definitely thinking of more challenges. I'm not thinking I'll just do this half marathon and that'll be it. Oh, oh no, no, we're, we're looking at all sorts of things. We've got, we've got hunger now, which is something yeah. that when we first started, we maybe didn't have, we just maybe we we just worked out which ticked the boxes and trained but now we've got this hunger that literally this unsatisfied hunger that's always looking to to progress and challenge which is incredible and it's actually it's probably one of the most motivational things to know that I've got a challenge to do and if we have say like for example um because we all have those those sessions those runs that just don't go your way okay yeah. you know the, the the run that you turned up and every step feels heavier than the last yeah. and yeah. it feels like you're running up a mountain yeah and those moments in time okay what would you help what would you do to help somebody what would you say to somebody to say look i know this is tough but let's keep going what would be the thing that would help them uh I, again, I think I would just say, remember the goal, remember what you wanted to achieve and where you wanted to go with that. And just, you know, take it actually, literally when it's that bad, one step at a time and don't give up. Just don't give up. Don't That little voice in your head that says, oh, just stop and walk for a wee while. Don't let that win, because if you do, you won't start running again. Just run, just keep going. And, um, you know, you can you don't have to run so fast, just slow down a little bit or to make a shorter stride or whatever, but keep going, don't stop, would be, you know, how, how I, I mean, that I hear that voice in my head sometimes, not very often actually, I have to say, but sometimes I'm like, oh, gee, I'm absolutely done. I've had enough of this, I want to stop. But um, something in me just keeps saying, no, no, just keep going, keep yeah. going, don't stop. 100%. So, yeah. We man- manage the energy levels based on that moment in time. And that's yeah. where, like, we've just introduced, like, speed gating. So we've got, like, mm-hmm. a, a steady pace and we've got a fast pace that we just flirt between. But yeah. that could be on a weight base. So you could have, like, a lightweight and a heavy weight. It could be in a repetition base. It could be in any mm-hmm. capacity. But 100%, it's just going, right, where is my energy right now? And mm-hmm. how can I just keep myself going? Mm-hmm. And, um, Kirsty, I, I am absolutely delighted with how far you've come, how far you've challenged yourself and how far that you've pushed yourself but not Mm -hmm. only that the advancements uh, you've made in yourself Mm -hmm. what do you think is the overall summary of your change since we started what would you what would be the biggest change the biggest change will be it's now for me it is nothing to do with weight loss absolutely nothing to do with weight loss I am nowhere near my ideal you know body weight or body mass index or whatever however I am becoming fitter I am becoming stronger and I know I'm becoming faster as well or you know more powerful or you know I am able to do what I uh, imagine I might be able to do and how, how do you feel with your body now as well brilliant absolutely fantastic I'm amazed at this thing it's amazing yeah. um it has you know it 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 transports me around Gartmore and Dam every Saturday morning uh it keeps me cool um you know it's it it's just amazing it's absolutely amazing and um it's in not bad nick for for ages I've got no aches and pains and 
I've had no injuries or anything. So I think you, you look absolutely fantastic as well. Like you. You, you look absolutely <laughs> fantastic. Thank you. Um, and well, Kirsty, I am so proud of you and I'm really pleased that the transition we've had and the mentality we've taken towards things and really just uh really just taking things up to where you feel your best self and ultimately just not for yourself but it's for your family it's for your your the people you're working with and everybody's benefiting from this high energy uh Kirsty. Yeah. and uh yeah i i'm i'm really really pleased i'm really really yeah. proud um, yeah me too thank you not a problem at all so uh, what we'll do guys is we'll round it there and uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to some of Kirsty's journey and Kirsty's story. It's been an absolute tremendous one. And uh, yes, guys, we will uh, catch up soon. Take care. Um.